Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to our Common Ground live streaming show. This is our special edition, Speaking Recovery. And I am broadcasting from beautiful downtown Dayton, New Jersey. Love Dayton. I have to tell you, we are at Right Choice Recovery, a fantastic New Jersey business. I don't have to tell you that we have been talking about the battle against addiction for the better part of the last 10 years that I've been broadcasting in one form or another. It is an ongoing crisis in New Jersey, and sadly, that crisis has actually gotten worse over time. Certainly, the lockdowns didn't help. Certainly, the idea that we've got a government that barely pays attention to the people and the suffering and the struggling that goes on. Government seems to be made up of just folks that are doing things that benefit them, not you and not us. Now, when it comes to addiction recovery, we talk about this, whether you are addicted to drugs or alcohol or gambling, whatever that addiction is, it's a fight that is very difficult to take on alone. It takes family, it takes friends, it takes supporters and encouragement. It takes a plan, it takes a mission, and most importantly, it takes courage and strength. Now, at Right Choice Recovery, we, we chose this as our new partnership with New Jersey 101.5, Common Ground and Speaking Recovery. Uh, as you see sitting next to me today, Rob Sakowitz, who is the founder and the owner and the CEO of Right Choice Recovery. Rob, so good to see you. Thanks for being here. Good afternoon. Thank you, Bill, for having me. So let's let's talk about this. You, if you're okay, I'd like to take this back uh, to your personal journey. Uh, you know, you and I uh, met the other day for the first time. Uh, fast friends, a lot of common ground. And it's all about this mission of helping people. And, you know, you find out, and you, you, we talked about this, that there isn't anyone coming in to save us. You know, this is something that if we're going to help people, if we're going to be able to get people on the right path, we're going to be able to get people to overcome these demons and, and get their, their lives fixed, it takes a lot of grit, a lot of courage. You have set up this beautiful facility here in Dayton. But you got started because of your personal struggles. I've been struggling with addiction for the about 25 years of my life. I started gambling when I was 16 years old and it led to drinking and it led to drug use and it took me down a terrible path for over 25 years of my yeah. life. So I finally got sober back in 2013. What snapped for you? What was that, that moment where you, you started to see the world a little differently? Or was there not one moment? Well, it's just that box that I was living in, mm -hmm. you know, and some of the consequences got great and the pain outweighed the fear of the unknown so i knew if i kept doing what i was doing yeah. i was going to get what i was going to get but i didn't know if i got sober and lived a life in recovery that i could actually have this was there one day where you felt was, was there a day one <laughs> there was a lot of day ones throughout yeah. the journey but uh the last day one yeah was uh, I was getting kicked out of a family business. I had a wife that loved me and that was supportive, but had enough. I was losing family, I was losing friends, and I owed a lot of money. And the consequences, like I said, just were so great that I was in that much pain that I was willing to go to any lengths to get sober. And, and here you are, uh, incredibly successful, not just with the family business, doing great in New Jersey, another great small business uh, in New Jersey, uh, but tell me about Right Choice Recovery. What what sets this apart from maybe not, not to be competitive with other groups, but you know what's something that if someone is in 
the struggle right now or if you've got a family member that's looking at a you know an adult kid or even a, a teenager or or a parent or a sibling struggling what is the first thing that they'd encounter with right choice well first of all we're going to treat them like an individual you know we're a family-owned and operated treatment center so each plan or each individual person that comes in here they're not a number they're mm -hmm. a person it could be yeah. joe and he could be addicted to heroin or it could be paul and he could be a gambler right or he could be an alcoholic or he could be going through divorce you know or you know he may have some legal issues it's just not client number 47 and 48 we will customize an individual treatment yeah. plan for each individual because truth be told each person is different and yeah. they have their own set of circumstances that need extra attention certain people have been through a lot of trauma in their life certain yeah. people carry around resentment for 25 years or that are fearful so we get down to the causes and conditions do you find that that some people fight it even while they're in and, and how do you deal with that well they white knuckle a lot of it and yeah. there's a big difference and there's a, a lot of stigma out there people think that being abstinence is the same as being in recovery and what's the difference the difference is when you're abstinent you still have urges, you still have thoughts, you still, it's white knuckling it. It's like you're fighting every mm -hmm. single day just to stay sober. When you truly surrender to this disease, when you work the steps, when you deal with all of the reasons why we use to begin with, and I got the best clinical team in New Jersey here, they bring out the best. We wrap our head around the reason why the acceptance piece comes into play, and then we could truly change, because we have to change the way we think Mm -hmm. We have to change the way we act, and then we have to change the way we react to get that total freedom. Do you find, and, and you know, we've been working with a lot of different groups over the years, do, do you find that um, for people who are not yet in recovery, is there a huge factor of enabling that happens with families and friends group, friend groups, and how do you overcome that? It's very hard, um, because as a parent, all you want to do is give to your child mm -hmm. or to your friends all you want to do is help but there's right. a certain point where you could help and then there's a certain line that gets crossed and then it enables them to continue to self-destruct so again you know we bring a lot of tools to not only the family members but the addicts you know mm -hmm. to take their inventory on a daily basis keep them accountable make sure they're going to meetings getting a sponsor praying meditating starting to change it's literally everything, Bill. You have to rewire your brain because just like anything, my brain was wired differently. Mm -hmm. You know, once I start, I can't stop. Yeah. So for me, I had to be taught literally how to get up every morning and how to look at the world through a different set of eyes. Yeah, yeah. Do you see that um, the outside world has become more challenging for people battling addiction? You know, it's Whether it's as, the news media, social media, what, what are the factors that are that are driving a lot of this? Because it's getting worse, and you've got an organization like yours having tremendous success, but it seems like the external factors are, are closing in, and it's a never-ending battle that's beyond just the walls of this place. It's, it's an epidemic <clears throat> now, mm -hmm. and if anything, it's getting harder. You know, years ago, nobody could talk about this. If you had a son that was struggling, you kept that in your family, and you couldn't really tell anybody. Yeah. Now, what I encourage all my clients and my clinical team and everybody out there, don't be afraid to raise your hand and ask for help. Mm -hmm. There's so many people now that are going through something and that there's a lot of resources and tools available to get, you know, they don't have to suffer alone. 
What uh, what would you say is the typical, or is there nothing typical? Uh, maybe it's age. Maybe it's and and who comes to you? Is it the person battling, or is it typically a wife or a girlfriend or a husband or a a son or daughter? Who who makes that first call? Generally, it is the family member, mm-hmm. right? Because you love that person, and you know something's going on with them, and you're not happy, and you know the, some of the consequences are starting to happen. So they reach out, and then they'll come, and uh, until they get to that point of really surrendering and accepting the fact that they have a problem and need help, mm-hmm. um, that that's that white knuckling piece, yeah. you know, where they continue to battle and fight. Right. You know, it doesn't get better unless you're really willing to put forth the effort. You know, it's mm-hmm. like going to the gym. People mm-hmm. want to, you know, have a great body and work out and look great, but they don't want to put in that effort. Right. And I didn't want to put in that effort for 25 years of my life. And then what happened was I started feeling better. You know, Mm -hmm. generally we become an addict for three reasons. One, we'll have experienced a lot of trauma in our life. Mm -hmm. Two, we have low self-esteem. Or three, we're either predisposed, you know, chemically through genetics. Mm -hmm. So once we have all of that and we're predisposed to it. What was it for you? Combination? All all three. three. All three. And it was rough. It was a yeah, lot of yeah. years where I didn't feel good about Rob sober. Mm-hmm. I couldn't look at the world. I couldn't stand on my own two feet. Yeah. I had the lowest self-esteem. Um, and and it, it's been a work in progress. You know, and now I could stand on my own two feet and feel good in my own skin sober. Rob, when you were going through it, so your issue, you gambling and drinking and, and a slew of things, was there a time that you remember feeling good while you were in it and saying, ah, I'm glad I'm back doing it. Well, it's not always bad because otherwise we couldn't do it. Right. However, you know, if you write out a pro and a con list, right. you know, 99% of my problems always occurred either when I was drunk, high, or, or gambling. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it takes soul searching. You know, again, this is not easy. It's not for everybody. But if you truly want a different life and you're willing to put forth that effort, I have the best clinical team i have the best curriculum and i'm so proud of what we built here from my from everybody my partner christina Whitcop, you know my team we we thought of everything from the recessed lightings the hardwood floors the cortex like tell us about it because i toured it last week and and we're going to show uh on the rebroadcast you're we're we're uh, with you live today for common ground uh with bill spady of speaking recovery uh, here at uh, Right Choice Recovery, and we're proud to be here with our new partners. And we're going to be back here once a month because this is, as as Rob said, this is an epidemic. It is a a crisis. It's a crisis of confidence. It's a crisis in families. It's a crisis in our economy. It's a crisis that's putting a burden on government. I mean, at every level, at every level, this impacts. But we've you've carved out this little space. That's kind of a big space, actually. And you walked <laughs> me around it uh, last week. Tell me about expanding it. Tell me why it matters, what the floor looks like, the lighting. I mean, you walk through and it's the ceilings are tall. I mean, it's just a fantastic space to be in. You feel comfortable right when you walk in. We wanted to, and we didn't hold back any expense bill because when I was building this, I said to my wife, you know, it happened in December of 2020. I woke up and I said, honey, I want to open up an IOP. And I wanted it to look and feel different. I didn't want it to be corporate. A lot of addicts, you know, we go when we need help. Or What's an IOP? Help. Explain. That's an intensive outpatient facility. Um, I, I didn't want it to look like a regular corporate 
big center where they have vending machines and you know strobe lighting and make it look like a medical facility Mm -hmm. i wanted it to be warm and inviting where anybody felt like when you walked through those doors a something magical was going to happen yeah and, and b that i could actually get help here yeah so that's why all these little details it meant something to me you know, to make the floor look a certain way, to have mm-hmm. the chairs a certain way. A lot of places kind of, you know, have gray walls and, you know, high ceilings, but they don't think of the client. The reason I was able to do it is because I'm in recovery. I'm no it. different than my clients that came here. I'm just 10 years later and a little more yeah. successful. 10 years, is it, uh, and I've had this conversation with folks who have been in recovery, recovered. Some will say, you know what, I, I, I beat this and I'm now... I'm 10 years, I'm 12 years, I'm 15 years in, however long it is. Uh, and at some point you stop counting the days and the years, you just know you're in a different place. Do, do you see that people get to that point or is it always a struggle? It's not always a struggle. And for myself, I don't ever say that I beat this because everything I have is literally one day at a time for me still. And, still. Yeah. And, and it's borrowed. I don't mm-hmm. ever want to be that guy that goes into a meeting or speaks at a conference that says, hey, guess what? I beat it. Because What that, do you say when you speak at a conference? I, I've done a lot of step workshops. I've mm-hmm. done a lot of you know, public speaking in the recovery yeah, yeah. Um, field. And, and I said that you know, I never want to be that guy that, that has it. It's borrowed, Bill. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a one-day-at-a-time <laughs> program. I'm only as good as the day that I'm in with everything. Yeah. You know, as we all are. Right. right. You did a morning show today. You were fantastic today. Thank you. What happens tomorrow if you don't right. I got to show up tomorrow. Right. I got to show up. You that's still got to show it's up. It's a fight tomorrow. every day. Yeah. And that's <laughs> Especially in Jersey. Is. And it doesn't have to be fighting. You know, one of the promises in Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. it, it, when it comes to fruition, it says that yeah. we've seized fighting, everything and anything, including alcohol, that the problem has been removed. That mm-hmm. we're not sworn off, we're not cocky, we're not fearful. As long as we stay spiritually fit, yeah. we can go to a wedding and have a Diet Coke. Right. We could go to a casino, and I just saw Sebastian Maniscalco, I told yeah. you, in yeah. Atlantic City. Yeah. We went, my motives were pure, I went and saw a show. I didn't think, oh my God, I'm going to gamble, I'm, I'm going crazy. Right. Did you not think about it, or did you have to actively think about not doing it? No, it didn't even, the problem was removed for me. Yeah because I was spiritually fit, I did the right thing, right. my motives were pure, and I enjoyed the show, it was a great that time. That does sound like a win. It, yeah, <laughs> even if it's a daily win, and there's a win in there. And that's what it's all about. And not only that, just your self-respect, your ambition, your pride, your security, everything comes back mm-hmm. to you. I could be the person that I always wanted to be, yeah. sober. Like if you asked me at 13 years old, before any of this really started for me, mm-hmm. Rob, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'll tell you, I want to have a beautiful wife, two beautiful kids. I want to be happy. And I want to have a couple successful businesses and make a few bucks. Yeah. And guess what? You've done it. There you are. Every day. You've done it. You've done it. You're an inspiration, Rob. Uh, your emotion, your passion, your story. Uh, it, it, there's no question that your courage to even talk about this because that's one of the big things we find a lot of people that can't talk about it when you can. You're inspiring. You never know how many thousands of other people. There's somebody watching right now that's going through this battle. What do you want to tell that person right now that is going through this, that they are in the throes of it, whether it's they're they're high right now, whether it's they've lost their family, they've lost their job. What do you want to say to them? There is nobody out there that can relate more than I can and my team can 
please give us a call, 732-908-2111. You're not alone. You can check us out on our website, rightchoicerecoverynj.com, that I can help you. If you're really willing to put forth the effort, money, insurance, I don't care. I'm extending my hand to all your listeners, all the callers. We will help anybody as long as they're really willing to go to any lengths. I can help you save your life. Wow. Thank you, Rob. This Thank was uh, inspiring. Great. Thank you for inviting us in. Thank you, you so are much. an inspiration and a friend. Appreciate, really appreciate you so it. much, Thank Bill. you. Thank you. All right. That is, let me tell you, we wanna, we're going to go check out our sponsors for a moment, but I just want to reiterate what Rob is saying. If you go to the website, rightchoicerecoverynj.com or call the number 732-908-2111, the information you're going to get, the reception you're going to get, the strength that you're going to get to continue on the journey to recovery or start the journey to recovery, your life depends on it. And you know what? I, and I, I've said this, you were talking about your beautiful wife and your kids. And had you known that that was at the end of the journey while you were going through it, when you were making the decision to recover, to fight it, the people that were going to benefit the most weren't even here yet. And you didn't know them. So there's somebody out there that's going to love you, that's going to depend on you, that may not even be here yet. And that's a decision that you can make today. And if I could just say this in yeah. closing, one of the greatest things I just saw the other day, it said that God didn't save your life and give you an extra day because you needed it. He saved your life and gave you an extra day because somebody needed you. Wow. Powerful. Rightchoicerecoverynj.com. Thank you, Rob. Uh, we'll be back here every month. But before we break for a commercial on the other side of that we're going to be joined by one of the folks that makes this place run as successful as it is stay with me hi joe here from guaranteed service there's nothing worse than having your furnace or boiler break down during a cold spell that's why this is a perfect time to take advantage of our 77 dollars furnace or boiler tune-up our 21 point checklist covers everything needed to keep your system running safely and efficiently We'll even guarantee no breakdowns all winter long or your repairs free. So call today for our $77 furnace or boiler tune-up and you'll become a customer for life. Guaranteed. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Like you, I am sick and tired of the culture of acceptance that has been beaten into us by Trenton politicians on both sides of the aisle. Accepting their higher taxes, accepting higher tolls, crumbling roads, accepting a radical school curriculum, accepting busloads of illegal border crossers, accepting prisoners being let out before they complete their sentences, and perhaps worst of all, accepting losing November after November. It is time to break the mentality of acceptance being pushed by Trenton politicians. We need to demand common sense policies and leaders who get it. Rob Gill here, founder of Epic Financial Strategies, and we are so proud to support Bill Spadia's live streaming show, Common Ground. Are you worried about your financial future? Are you concerned about the bank failures in the economy so far in 2023? Would you like to change your mindset about money, secure your financial future, and if it sounds like you, go to www.moneymindset2023.com. We have a gift of a personal financial website for you 
What you have to do is click the red button, go on the website, fill out the form, first name, last name, email, and phone number, so one of our members can reach out to you. There's no obligation. It's a consultation where you could claim the personal financial website, which, by the way, allows you to connect all your financial institutions so all of your decision-making is based on logic, math, and science, not emotional timidity, not a gut-level hunch, or not somebody's opinion. Looking forward to spending some more time with you. Hey guys, Bill Spadia back with you on a special edition of our podcast, Common Ground, our new streaming show. Uh, This is our speaking recovery edition. I want to thank Rob, who is the CEO and the owner of Right Choice Recovery. That's rightchoicerecoverynj.com. I want to now bring in uh, somebody who runs the day-to-day and really helps make this recovery place the, the, the beacon of hope for so many families, so many New Jerseyans. Uh, her name is Tina Whitcop, and she is the executive director. Tina, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having yeah. me. So first, tell me how you got connected with Rob. So a lot of times in recovery, we talk about God moments, right? Yeah. And on November 4th of 2018, I lost my husband to a fentanyl overdose. Oh, sorry. And he's really the reason that I got into this field 26 years ago. Yeah. And... So after he passed away, I didn't know what to do with that grief. I'd been in the field and I really questioned whether or not the one person I needed to save, I couldn't save. Yeah. Were you working in the recovery field at the I time? I was. So it must have been just double devastating. It was double devastating yeah. because that thought process is I've watched countless people and I've helped countless people change their lives. Yeah. And the one person that I felt I needed to save, I couldn't save. Mm-hmm. So to stay in the field and, and waver back and forth and... I did a lot of grief therapy and a lot of processing, and I am super spiritual. And I really asked my higher power to, I knew that at some point in my life, I wanted to open an IOP. And I was sitting at my widow's group, and I set three goals, was to finish my education, Mm -hmm. lose a significant amount of weight, and open an IOP. And lo and behold, four months later, most people would be happy with one of those goals. (laughs) Like just like just have one of those, and you're okay. No, we're going to go for all three. We were going for all three. What happened? So, Rob and I had a mutual friend. Yeah, and he was going to open Right Choice with him, and he became successful in Florida over COVID. Yeah, and he introduced me and Rob. And I'm very huge on angel numbers and stuff like that. And when I put the shoe buckles address into my GPS. The arrival time was 11-11, and that is an angel number. No kidding. And I knew wow. before walking into the shoe buckle. And that's the family up, shoe business. Yeah. The run. yeah. And I knew walking in yeah. that regardless of what happened, I was in the right place. And I literally sat with Rob, and we had this great conversation, yeah. and I felt like I knew him all my life. And that was... that. It he was, is that kind of person. He is, too. because yeah, he's very right true away. to his word. Yeah. And... You know, we joke all the time. We've spent all this time together and we've never had a fight. What we teach our clients, we really practice and Mm -hmm. we try to be role models. How far after your husband passing did that meeting happen? Five months, six months. So like not really. Wow. So God intervened right away for you. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of knew that I needed Rob. How much of that faith translates into the program here the staff, I mean, do you get people that they don't get the God moment yet, but they will? Yes. And it's, for me, it's so much more than just the client because addiction is a family disease. And if you don't treat the family as a whole, Hmm. the addict doesn't truly heal. And the family has to 
engage in treatment. Tina, what do you, what do you mean by that? Just I'm, I'm thinking about folks listening. They've got a, a son or a sibling or a daughter or sibling or, or a mother or um, significant other going through it. You said family disease. Does that mean that families are enablers? Does that mean families... Uh, have a stronger role to play? What do, what do you mean by that? I think that? it's a combination of both, <clears throat> yeah. right? Because as a family member, you develop these family roles. And enabling becomes part of that because it's mm. that desire, right? Like a lot of those emotions from the family <clears throat> is fear-based because you fear that that addict's going to pass away, right? So that then transmits into other behaviors. And there's plenty of times that I will sit with a family before they're, they're, the client ever comes in the door. Yeah, and wow. I will talk to them and encourage them and we give them the tools and we say, bring, bring your child in, bring your spouse in. Yeah. Let me just have a conversation. I have gone into, into homes and have done interventions, blindsided interventions on family members. And when you come from a place of your heart and purity and understanding, it allows someone to lower their guard and begin that trust process because I'm a firm believer in just because you walk in the door here, you you shouldn't trust us. You don't know us. Hmm. It is my job to earn your trust. Yeah. And we do that through compassion, through keeping our word. Is there a success story that stands out in the past year? Yeah, hmm. I, I actually, we have a client who is alumni and he reminds me a lot of Rob. It was gambling, yeah. it was alcohol, it was drugs and he just celebrated a year sober and yeah. the I did a fam I did a session with him over Zoom and he reported he wanted to kill himself. And in that moment, being over a computer and not being able to and he followed every step and his sister joined the session and they got him to a hospital wow. and he came here afterwards <laughs> and he is literally I look at him and I'm I'm amazed. Yeah. Amazed. Yeah. Tell me about uh, what's on the board. Uh gratitude during the holiday season. Um what of that, what do you mean by a gratitude list? <clears throat> so without gratitude, I can't have what I have. And, and we try to teach gratitude, mm -hmm. not just this time of the year, but all the time, because it's the small things. People think it's, yeah. you know, oh, I have this business or I have this great job. The gratitude comes in watching that sunrise in the morning and the sunset at night, right? Because in active addiction, you're so consumed by a substance that you don't see those small things. And we do a lot of meditation, a lot of mindfulness and, and holistic stuff here. And we take clients outside and we say, look at the sun, feel that sun. You know, I say to clients, when is the last time you stood in the rain and didn't run from the rain? Feel those raindrops on your face yeah. because when you're self-medicating, you don't feel any of that. So it's gratitude for those little things, you know, it, the food that you eat and just mm -hmm. every ounce of your life, there's something to be grateful for. Are there days harder than others? Where, I think so. Yeah. I think so, right? Some days it's hard to pick out that gratitude. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I lost my job today or I had a huge fight with my wife. And it's like, but you're still alive and you're still sober. Yeah. Can you explain why everyone is smiling every time I've walked in here? Now, I've walked in here twice. The, the staff, the team. I mean, there's a positive energy here that you really don't find, certainly not in a clinical hospital medical setting where it's where it's it, it feels down and heavy this feels light and positive i think our counselors um yeah. really practice self-care and rob and i try to really encourage that self-care and we do a lot of things outside of right choice with our staff to promote that teamwork 
Um, we Your have friends. Rudy. Yeah, and we yeah. have Rudy here, our, our therapy dog. So how can you not be smiling when you have a therapy dog in the building, right? I'd like to interview Rudy <laughs> next time. Okay. So perhaps that'll be possible. Uh, real quick, I know we're almost out of time. Uh, we level up in Lawrenceville. So we part of our process is yeah. that we do get referrals mm -hmm. from other providers. So providers like We Level Up, uh, Pinelands, Soba, we, they are detox residential levels mm -hmm. of care. So if you call us and your family member needs a higher level of care, Dylan, who is our business development officer, mm -hmm. he will connect you with that facility and we will follow your family member through that treatment. Dylan yeah. and I go to those facilities often and visit clients and, and help them. So we're grateful for the people that trust us with our clients because it's a mutual respect and we trust them with our clients. That's fantastic. So uh, for those of you listening, there is no barrier for you to come in here, talk to the staff, uh, meet Rob, meet Tina, meet one of their skilled uh, quality staff members that can help you just call the number if you are struggling or you have a family member struggling don't even think about what you're going to say just call get engaged in the conversation and tina and her team will guide you through that conversation you're not expected to know exactly what to do if you knew exactly what to do you might not be in the mess that you're in right now so go with the assumption that you have no idea what to do no idea how to get help and let the folks that have been through this battle, through this war, that continue to fight on behalf of New Jersey residents and families help you the way they've helped themselves and so many important people. Remember, that person that you are living for may not be here yet, and they don't know you yet, but they will be here when you turn things around. And recovery is possible, and it's never too late to seek help. So call 732-908-2111 or go to rightchoicerecoverynj.com. Tina, thank you so much. Um, you. We'll be back here every month. Yay. Great to see you. you thank too. you so much. Thanks. Guys, thank you for watching Common Ground with me, your host, Bill Spadia. Uh, this is our special edition, Speaking Recovery, and we'll be coming back to you from rightchoicerecoverynj.com every month with more stories and resources to help you battle and overcome addiction. Thanks for joining us.